0: Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network.
1: I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere.
0: Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Email the program at info at rudymaxa.com or follow us on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. And now, America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Maxa's World.
2: Welcome aboard. You're listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show indeed. And I'm your genial host and travel journalist, Rudy Maxa. I'm broadcasting today from London where it's a sunny day. What, you ask? A sunny day in London? Yeah, well, in fact, local papers were lamenting the unexpected heat wave. Heat wave, I say, that hit here earlier this week when the temperature hit 74 degrees. Heat wave. Not to worry, by Thursday it was chilly, about 50 and rainy again. But we're back to spring here this weekend, and I was happy to learn that back in the USA, significant amounts of rain fell on Southern California at week's end. Unlike Londoners, Southern Californians crave and need rain. All right, coming up this hour. We're going to consider this week's tragic derailing of an Amtrak train near Philadelphia. In a few moments, we'll be joined by a transportation and traffic engineering expert, Dr. Carl Berkowitz. I want to ask him if we know now or what we know now is most of the story. I suspect it's not. Then, should you eat street food when you travel? I do so, especially in Asia, and so does writer Graham Holliday, the author of a new book titled Eating Vietnam, Dispatches from a Blue Plastic Table. It's a very well-written, fascinating book. He's in the house today in about 10 minutes. Meanwhile, in Europe, the competition is fierce between low cost airlines. Bob and Mary Carey chat with an executive from Flybe, a UK based discount carrier, about that competitive landscape. That's at about 33 after the hour. And the folks at TripAdvisor have put together a list of 10 places you should see before they disappear from the face of the earth. I, for one, will be very interested in that list. I think you might be as well. Let's begin as I usually do with a quick look at this week's news and travel. Well. Obviously, the biggest travel story of the week is also a tragic one. This time it didn't involve an airline, but a railroad. I'm referring, of course, to the violent derailing of that Amtrak train on the East Coast near Philadelphia. The left, as far as I know, eight passengers dead and sent two under the hospital. In about two minutes, we'll talk about that more with an expert guest, as I just mentioned. Maybe you've heard of fat-fingered fares. Those are airfares posted online that are ridiculously low because someone made a typing error while entering them into a computer. You can find fares as low as... or they have been found anyway, fares as low as $25, even a few pennies for flights from U.S. to Europe or Asia. Sometimes out of a desire to garner good publicity, airlines will honor tickets purchased before the fares were corrected. Others are a little crankier, such as United Airlines recently, which refused to honor some fat finger fares they had mistakenly put into the system. That usually leads to howls of protest from lucky buyers who demand the airlines honor their mistaken fares. And this argument makes a little sense. Just as most airlines require us to do it, at- at least pay a penalty if we accidentally book a ticket and get the wrong date. This week, the Transportation Department issued a preliminary ruling that airlines do not have to honor fares entered in error. It'll likely be a permanent rule after hearings on this matter. Beginning in November, Southwest Airlines will begin flying from Houston to Liberia Airport in Costa Rica. I've always been fascinated by the history of that airport. It was built by Uncle Sam for the Air Force and for the CIA to use as a base of operations to transport secret arms supplies to U.S.-friendly counter forces opposing the government in nearby Nicaragua. Later investigations turned up some evidence that the CIA also turned a blind eye to the use of the airport by drug smugglers uh, who were using it to bring cocaine into the United States. And now, well, today anyway, Liberia is a commercial airport served by Delta Continental and others, basically is there to deliver tourists to the resorts at the nearby Lush, uh, part of Costa, well, all of Costa Rica is lush. This is particularly lush on the Papagayo Peninsula. Google's self-driving cars are moving off the track, the test tracks, I should say, and onto the streets of Mountain View, California later this year. The so-called bubble car prototype has been driving about 10,000 miles a week on closed streets. Google thinks they're ready for prime time. The cars won't exceed 25 miles per hour on public roads, and a driver that can override the car's computers will be aboard should anything go awry. Let's take a closer look at that Amtrak derailment. Dr. Carl Berkowitz is a transportation and traffic expert who has nearly five decades of experience dealing with issues that are at the fore in this accident. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Berkowitz. Hello, Drudy. Now, very early on, Dr. Berkowitz, speed became a focus of this derailment, obviously. Is there any question in your or anyone's mind that the speed at which this train approached a curve was much too high a speed and was a huge factor in this accident? And if so, what are the questions does this prompt?
3: Well, it's uh, been firmly established by the National Transportation Safety Board that the train was uh, entering the curve at about 106 miles an hour, or just prior to the curve, and emergency braking was applied, and when it hit the curve, it was doing 102. Yeah. Also, they found that in the in few minutes or seconds before uh, this happened, the train accelerated from 70 miles an hour to 106 miles an hour, so this is... And, and
2: I understand oh, so far the engineer says he can't remember anything before the accident. But what questions does this raise in your mind with that set of facts or uh, what's been reported so far that you just mentioned?
3: Well, the, the number one takeaway is why wasn't the positive train control, which has been talked about since 2008, in place? This would this have is a train uh, that... taken away the human factor aspect of this accident.
2: And why wasn't it in place? Is it, are any well, trains? Well, they
3: claim have uh, two reasons, uh, fi- uh, finances, not enough funding from Congress, and the second reason is they said the technology has glitches. Uh, do any, but they don't do any trains you're, have it? You're, you know, you're a world traveler. Did you see any glitches in France, Spain, or Germany, or Japan, or China on the high-speed trains?
2: I haven't. No. Do, do, do other trains in the United States have this control?
3: All those countries. Yeah, they run high-speed trains. Yeah, but how trains. about in the U.S.?
2: How about in the U.S., though?
3: Uh, well, they, there's about 8,000 miles of installed uh, of, of the system, but... Uh, there isn't any complete, you know, section of track that has, has the system fully in place just yet.
2: So, could this be a technical error that the, or, or could this be an, or does this look like an operator area error to you from what you know so far?
3: Uh, I I just think we're act operating our rail like a third world country.
2: I well, I would agree with that. But I wonder if this particular accident could have been mechanical. I mean, perhaps he couldn't stop it sooner. Or, uh, well, I mean, I can't imagine what.
3: Well, there was a, an article on the Internet this morning that they think something was thrown at the train windshield and there was a crack in the windshield or something like that. And and he uh, spoke by radio to another train operator that somebody was throwing rocks at his train. I mean, that was thrown out, but I don't see how that would cause the train to accelerate as dramatically right. as yeah. it did. But this is a a five-year uh, uh, engineer. He's been operating the trains for five years. This is a brand-new locomotive. It's about a year old, has all the latest technology. Uh, He seems like a decent person when you read all the things about him. So it's a a dilemma. How did this happen?
2: So there is more to come out.
3: Uh, Well, the National Transportation Safety Board uh, is is saying that they're going to issue a report within the next week, and the final report will take about a year. All
2: right. Well, Dr. Berkowitz, I thank you for... Uh, for joining us. Dr. Berkowitz's website, by the way, is transportationexpertwitness.com. He has testified in cases involving, uh, well, bad things that have happened to good people. Dr. Berkowitz, thanks so much for joining us. Thank
3: you, Rudy, and thank you for the plug.
2: (laughs) You're welcome. Up next, you you have a good weekend as well. Coming up next, uh, why you should eat street food while in Vietnam. This book is a lot more about food, though. It's really about a culture and a place that certainly America invested a lot of uh, is Blood and Money in? Uh, it's a fascinating book. The author will be ju- 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 with me in about oh, three minutes to tell me about it. Stick around. You're in Rudy Max's world. I am Rudy Max, your host. Don't go away.
0: To participate in the program and have some fun, call 800-387-8025 or email the
2: show at info at rudymaxa.com. We're coming right back. If you're seeking an adventure of a lifetime, an easy trip that's unlike any you've ever experienced, then it's time for Iceland. Yes, Iceland. The Icelandic Tourism Bureau offers Rudy Maxa's world listeners exclusive trips that can't be beat, like the Reykjavik four-star city break with spa and northern lights tour, or the Iceland Escape for a unique spa and nature break tour. These are four-day, three-night trips starting around $500 per person. Seriously. Go to rudymaxa.com and click on the Iceland Tourism Bureau link for these great trips and more. If you suffer from muscle or joint pain, inflammation, or other aches, give All Natural Relief Factor a try. Just go to relieffactor.com and order your two-week trial pack for $19.95. Stop popping those over-the-counter, body-harming painkillers. Instead, get Relief Factor. It's All Natural and contains just four ingredients, Omega-3, Reservatrol, Icarin, and Curcumin. This product works, and if you suffer from aches, pains, or inflammation, check out ReliefFactor.com or visit RudyMaxa.com, look under Sponsors, and experience life pain-free again. I'd like to extend a warm welcome to our newest sponsor, MyPillow.com. The Carries and I have been using a MyPillow pillow now for weeks, and we're loving them. They're American-made and guaranteed to provide the best sleep you've ever had. Rudy Max's World listeners receive a special buy-one-get-one-free offer. So if you suffer from snoring, insomnia, neck pain, migraines, allergies, sleep apnea, TMJ, and more, get the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own by calling 800-775-1983 or go to mypillow.com and enter the promo code RUDY. There's also a link at rudymaxa.com under sponsors. While no one can stop all identity theft, identity thieves are ruthless at what they do. And while nobody can monitor transactions at every business, LifeLock Ultimate Plus is comprehensive identity theft protection, helping to protect your identity, your bank and retirement accounts, credit cards, even the equity in your home. Visit LifeLock.com now or call and use my special promo code RUDY for a 10% discount. That's promo code RUDY to get a special 10% discount. Call 800-637-8149. 800-637-8149. 800-637-8149.
0: To join Rudy Max's world, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. Now back to America's number one travel radio show.
2: It's 18 minutes after the hour. I'm Rudy Max. This segment of the show is sponsored by LifeLock.com. You know, I've been talking to you about LifeLock the last several weeks. It's a company that can protect your identity, protect you from identity theft, Uh, This week, the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas warned that payment cards may have been compromised over an eight-month period ending early last month. Hard Rock is notifying customers that information which may have been stolen includes names, credit and debit card numbers, and those secret three-letter CVV codes, whatever that stands for. Transactions made at restaurants, bars, retail shops inside the Hard Rock facility are believed to have been affected. This stuff is so rampant. You read about it in the news all the time these days. And i got to tell you, I've had friends who have had their identity stolen. I mean, it involves months and months of heartache and headache. And it's so, it's so easy to become a victim of identity theft, uh, whether you're making a purchase in stores or you're buying something online, traveling on vacation, or you're staying at the Hard Rock. We all use the credit or debit cards, and everything about us is stored somewhere. All it takes is one hack, just one breach, and thieves can have everything they need to take over your life. So I'm suggesting you check this out. LifeLock Ultimate Plus is the most comprehensive identity theft protection available. It helps protect your identity, your retirement accounts, your credit cards, even the equity in your home. I have it, and you ought to have it, because it'll save you a lot of heartache and headache in the long run. And if you go to LifeLock.com and enter the promo code Rudy, R-U-D-Y, you'll save 10%. My name's worth 10% at LifeLock.com. There you go. I'm glad to know what my name's worth. You can also call 800-637-8149. Again, mention Rudy and get 10% off your LifeLock Ultimate Plus membership. Worth looking into. Or go to RudyMaxa.com under Sponsors. The number, again, is 800-637-8149. The 10% code is R-U-D-Y, Rudy. I have read most of a book that is just fascinating to me because I'm sort of an asia file. but Graham Holiday is more than an asia file. He went there and lived. He went in 97 to Korea, spent a year there. And then moved to Vietnam, which, which shaped his life, and in the crucible of that, uh, created a book, a new book called "Eating Vietnam: Dispatches from a Blue Plastic Table." Now, you hear the title, you think, "Okay, this is about food in Vietnam," which it certainly is, and it's in, in particular, street food. But it's ever much more than that. It's, it's very well written, and it really takes you into the culture and into the street life. Of in uh, particularly Hanoi and to some extent Saigon in the south. Um, delighted to reach Graham Holiday from uh, where he is now a correspondent for Reuters in uh, Senegal in Dakar. Welcome to the show. Nice to have you in the. Nice to have you here, Graham.
4: Uh, good to speak to you, Rudy. Just to, just to correct you on one thing: I'm not the Reuters correspondent in Dakar. I was the correspondent in Rwanda before, but I live in oh. Dakar, Senegal now.
2: Okay. So what are you doing in Dakar? You're writing a novel in in Senegal.
4: Yeah, I'm I'm writing a novel. Um, I'm also writing a, a second book about food and travel, which is about Korea. Um, that's my main work at the moment, and the, the novel is kind of uh, the hobby, but uh, Korea is the main focus at the moment.
2: Well, I know from your book you hail from uh, Northern England, and I understand you you really had a fascination with uh, Vietnam from seeing photos when you were a young younger man. But what? <laughs> Why, why, why do you choose Senegal to write a novel? Does this have something to do with your family life, or someone else have a job there that you know?
4: Exactly, yeah, my wife's job moved here. We, we met in Vietnam in, uh, in 1998, and uh, we've, ever since we've kind of moved with either my wife's job or my own job, so that's taken us to around Vietnam, uh, to France, to Rwanda, and now uh, with her job in, in Senegal.
2: All right. You Get Around, and this book is about getting around on your stomach in in Vietnam. And your first experience, uh, or one of your first experiences, was with a uh, a Vietnamese a local who took you to a place, and uh, various parts of the pig were served you, and this was just snacks with beer, right?
4: Yeah, that's right. In Vietnam, you know, snack food is, is quite different from the States or my own country in Britain. Um, pigs' uterus, intestines, things like that. It's very, very common. It seems to be quite good uh, to, to eat uh, uterus or intestines, et cetera, with, with beer. It kind of helps with digestion. Um, it's, it's not too bad. I mean, you could kind of grow to like it, but to me it, it's, it's kind of one of those texture f- foods, which I'm not too keen on. It's a bit crunchy. Um, it, it's a little bit weird to kind of... Munch into uh, intestines and pipes and whatnot. It's uh, a little bit visceral for me.
2: Well we have a mutual friend in Anthony Bourdain. and he eats everything and says it loves it, and so does Andrew Zimmern, who's a close friend of mine, because we live in the same town. but I'm glad to say I'm glad that you actually said, "Hey, I ate something I really didn't like it, even though it's generic to, the, to that place. Street food. Now most Americans think, "Street food, wait, wait a minute. Germs. I love eating food. In the streets of Hong Kong and Bangkok, I've never been to Vietnam. I'm dying to go there. Reassure us about all the things Americans, well, many people worry about, cleanliness, germs, et cetera?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think that's a big concern, not just Americans, uh, Europeans as well. But I I do think it's very much misplaced because, you know, the food in Vietnam is is generally, you know, it's pretty healthy. It's it's always fresh. Everything is made fresh that day. All of the, the vegetables and the herbs you would eat would be, that morning, they'd, they'd have been washed uh, just before they arrived on your plate. The soups would have been made that morning or that evening. Um, you know, it can't get any any fresher really. And to be honest, um, you know, I, I lived and ate there for 10 years, and I never got sick um, from the street. The only time I ever got quite seriously sick, I was off work for a week, was from a, a French restaurant in Hanoi. Quite a quite an expensive French restaurant. That's the only time, you know, I. I I actually, suffered, never suffered from the street.
2: You have one rule, I know in particular, it's in sort of the middle of your book. You talk, you, you, a friend there warned you don't eat shellfish or meat in the afternoon.
4: <laughs> or, well, more, more specifically, is um, maybe not in the afternoon, but don't eat any shellfish that has been sitting outside in the afternoon and don't eat it in the the evening because it's been outside all day long, uh, often in the sun. And, you know, I don't think I'd touch an oyster that's been lying in the Hanoi sun all afternoon. Um, And yet those guys who who did eat that food that night, they got incredibly sick. Um, I fortunately was a bit sensible that night for a change and didn't eat it and didn't get sick.
2: And as I recall from your book, you actually warn them. I uh, did a piece for National Geographic Traveler eating my way through Thailand and eating my way through Hong Kong, and I took with me a friend of mine who's a chef from Tokyo. And his advice on street food, because he loves street food, I love street food, but we really got into it uh, for this article I was writing. And uh, he said, always use your fingers, because if there's anything that may have germs, on it, they, they, they don't have, they're not connected usually to running hot water with soap, etc. So the silverware is... Uh, may not be as washed as thoroughly as one might like. So his recommend, re- recommendation for street food was always use your fingers. Now, I know you got noodles and liquid. That can be tough, but you got a thought on that?
4: Um, well, to be honest, silverware doesn't exist in, in Vietnam. It's, it's more woodenware. It's Wooden, more plastic, right, exactly. Plas- <laughs> plastic. Um, I mean, I can understand the fear of it, but to be honest... You know after ten years i I think if you're going to live in a place like Vietnam, you can't worry about things like that you've just got to dive in and get and get on with it if you If you get a bit sick now and again i mean it's not gonna hopefully it's not going to kill you uh it might even um you know reinforce your your body's immune systems so i'm sure. I'm kind of averse to these these kind of warnings uh I just think you know what everybody else is is eating there, and they seem to be living perfectly well so so how's it going to you know, be different for yourself? Um, so that kind of fear, uh, which I know a lot of people have when they travel, I, I personally don't have it. And um, I, I think, you know, if you get a little bit sick, I mean, seriously, it's 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 okay. It's, it's probably good for your body.
2: Generally, why is the street food, uh, generally speaking from your book, I take away the impression that the street food in Vietnam is actually often superior to you know, sort of westernized, expensive indoor restaurants with uh, cloth napkins. Why is that?
4: Um, I I think it is. I mean, that's um, my opinion, but I think it's probably an opinion shared by most Vietnamese and certainly those who are interested in food. Um, Generally, because most of the people who are making this food, they probably started making it when they were a teenager. They learned from their, their mother's. Um, you know, from a very young age and they'll be cooking pretty much exactly what they learned back then. And uh they do one thing, they do it very well, and they do it every every day of the week. Uh, so you're when you sit down at a street food stall, it's not it's not, you know, just something cheap and, and, and throwaway. It's actually you're you're sitting down with a master, really, to my I, mind. So some of the people I, couldn't I talk agree more. about I, in the
2: I I couldn't I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just... Some
4: of the people I I talk about in the book They've been doing it, you know, for 60 years or so, and they really know what they're doing. So the soups you're eating are just absolutely out of this world.
2: I'll second that emotion. Five seconds. How's the street food in Senegal, in Dakar?
4: Um, not so much street food, uh, quite okay. a bit different. But interestingly, there's quite a lot of Vietnamese immigrants who came over after French colonialism in Vietnam and even after 75, the American War, um, quite a few of them here, and so you can actually get Vietnamese-style men's on the street
5: the street food
2: here. Excellent. Let me give your book title again, Eating Vietnam by Graham Holiday. His website is noodlepie.com for more of his blog. Check it out. Rudy Maxa's World phone lines are open anytime,
0: so call us at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rudymaxa.com. Stay with us. We're coming right back after these messages.
2: If you're seeking the adventure of a lifetime, a fun trip that's unlike any you've ever experienced, then it's time to visit Iceland. Yes, Iceland. Right now, the Icelandic Tourism Bureau offers Rudy Max's World listeners exclusive trips that can't be beat, like the Iceland Luxury Tour or the Around Iceland's Ring Road. Packages are amazing eight-day, seven-night trips starting around $1,600 per person. The experiences and exclusives you'll receive are outstanding. Check these special offers out at RudyMaxa.com and click on the link to Iceland Tourism Bureau. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what
6: Georgia has to say about Relief Factor.
4: Over the years, I've had several injuries. I have had lots of pain, and it's been hard for me to exercise. Now I'm much more active, so I'm losing weight, and I feel better.
6: I would recommend it to anyone. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com.
0: The phone lines are always open at 800-387-8025. And stay connected with the program at RudyMaxa.com. Now,
6: back to Rudy Maxa's World. It is 33 past the hour here in Rudy Maxa's World. Robert and Mary Carey jumping aboard. Thanks for spending part of your weekend with us this midweekend of May. Are you headed to Europe this summer? Are you headed to London in particular or somewhere in the U.K.? Maybe Scotland, maybe somewhere uh, Manchester, Birmingham. Well, if you are, you may want to check out Flybe Airlines. Flybe is one of the discount airlines operating in the UK. So Rudy's in London doing the show this weekend, as you've been hearing. And we wanted to reach out to Paul Simmons, the chief commercial officer with Flybe, to talk about some alternatives that they're offering travelers now and this coming summer. Paul, welcome to Rudy Max's World.
1: No, thank you. Good to be with you.
6: Certainly, it's been an interesting uh, week, the elections that just occurred, and Prime Minister David Cameron continuing in office for another five years and now having a majority in the government. What prompted us to reach out today was to talk a little bit about some of the things that have been going on over the last five years with the prime minister in office and things that you may see or certain things that you might be expecting to continue over the next five years.
1: Okay, yeah, sure. I mean, um, in terms of aviation and travel, clearly... um making the UK a, a, a place for people to come to both on business and on vacation is, is something which the government's been focusing on quite heavily, and we expect that to continue now that, as you said, he has a clear majority. So the idea of trying to encourage, encourage inward investment uh, and inward tourism is something which um, I think the government will continue. We see us also as the entry point into Europe as a nation, so um, you know, that, that'll um, be a, a clear priority for us going forward.
7: So, Paul, give us a brief overview of Flybe. Yeah,
1: FlyBee is a, is a regional airline. In fact, we're, we're the largest regional airline in the U.K. We, um, we, we currently touch uh, 37 U.K. cities and 39 in Europe. Um, we, so we, we fly 190, 189 routes in total. And so we're, we're the guys who really connect people to, to, to regions uh, rather than just city to city. So we, we do go to places like um Amsterdam and Paris and and, and the big European cities, but we also connect people to the Highlands Islands of Scotland, for example. So if you want to go and explore some of the more more remote areas, particularly in the UK, then we're the people to take you there.
7: Right. A lot of travelers think of Europe and traveling regionally with the famous rail system. How do you compete with the rail system? Uh, Well,
1: well, we compete um, basically on the speed factors, particularly in the United Kingdom. The the rail system isn't quite the same as as it How about, in,
7: a, how about in pricing?
1: In pricing, we're, we're competitive. We have to be because people are making a choice. And so, you know, and actually, we, we have um, we've run some some studies which um, show that we're cheaper than the train on eight out of ten occasions. So, we really are quite keen on our pricing, but uh, we're keen on our proposition for speed too.
6: Well, and certainly, there are some areas where you fly, let's say, like Guernsey or Jersey, you're not taking the train there. So. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, you know, places where over water, where, where the, the ferry services are. We do the Isle of Man as well. We do virtually every Scottish island that's got an airport. We're in in those too. So, you know, we we do get you around to some otherwise inaccessible places.
6: So as our listeners are... Hearing the show today, most people thinking if, if they're going to uh, the UK, they're flying most likely through Heathrow. But there, there are secret airports, as we like to call them, and there are so many airports. Rudy, for example, who's in London right now doing the show, uh, he London City is a favorite airport of his, which I believe you fly out of. Uh, I know you've got Gatwick to the south and Stansted to the north, and I'm not that familiar with it. What south end you fly? What off to the southeast of London? Yeah
1: at south end, we have services into Gatwick, but London City, as you mentioned, is our main entry point into the capital. Uh, and it's, uh, as it implies, it's the most, it's, it's the one, the only one actually has a, a, a postcode or a zip code that's actually in the city. So it's yeah, the most convenient place to, to go from. It tends to be, it's a short runway airport, so it tends to be shorter journeys. So you can't fly long haul into London City. But, you know, it's it's a great place for us to, to move people around the country and, and in, into Europe. Uh, the other thing which is going on is that the growth of the non-London airports, such as Manchester, uh, Glasgow, Edinburgh, and Birmingham, which are now uh, all have, quite substantial long-haul services coming into them. And then we have hubs and networks from those airports, which then can distribute around the country or or into Europe. So I think people shouldn't just look at coming into London as an entry point. They should look at these other places as well, because their networks really are, I think.
6: Absolutely. And it
1: can can also be a a, a more attractive entry point from a pricing point of view as well. Pricing, right.
6: yeah. Yeah. In Birmingham, I mean, most people, if you were to ask them, uh, I mean, it's the second largest city in the U.K., and Manchester, also a great city. So one last question from us. This year is scheduled to be a record year for Americans traveling to Europe and the U.K. because of the favorable currency exchange. Uh, what are what are some of the things you're seeing already, and what might be some packages or opportunities you're offering with Flybe for travelers, American in particular? Um,
1: yeah, I think for, for American travelers, the, the, the thing that we really offer is... Um, a great way to get around. So we have interline arrangements with most of the major U.S. carriers, and also people like uh, British Airways and Virgin as well. So it's possible for your for your, for your travel agent or, or um, travel professional to actually book you a, an integrated ticket with us, which gets you around to the places you want to go to. So maybe you have an entry point into the U.K., which is not London. Uh, we then fly you around. and Obviously, we can take you to London as well, and, and basically do the whole thing on on one ticket. Uh, and I think that that'll be a great thing for people to have a look at. Um, aside from that, clearly the things like the Royal Baby and all that kind of stuff create a bit of Buzz around the UK so it's a great time to come.
7: Okay, great, Paul. Thank you. Hopefully we'll see you soon and hopefully many of our listeners will as well. Thank you Please. so much for being with us today, Paul.
1: Thanks. Thank you very much. Thanks for your time.
6: Bye-bye. If you're interested in finding out more information on Flybe, just go to flybe, flybe.com. And check them out next time you're headed to London, through London, or to any of the other airports uh, that Paul just mentioned in uh, the UK. All right, up next we're going to toss it back to Rudy again, who's in London. He's going to be talking to Kimberly sturtevant wasson She's with the Virtual Tourist, and they're going to be discussing the 10 places to see before they disappear. So stick with us. Rudy Max's World is coming back in three minutes.
0: Join Rudy Maxa's world by calling 800 387 8025. Access the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. We're coming right back.
6: Data knows you love streaming music. And since you have more data for only $30 a month from Boost Mobile, you can stream all you want. Old School Beats 2012, Rap Hits 2013, Driving to Work Mix 2014. Maybe you try a little harder with your playlist names. But go ahead. You got lots of data from Boost Mobile. Plug in that phone. Listen to your favorite songs without interruption. Just make sure your friends don't catch you tearing up to RB Love Gems 2015. Get unlimited talk, text, and two gigs of high-speed data for $30 a month when you sign up for auto reboost from Boost Mobile. Visit your nearest Boost Mobile store or boostmobile.com for details. Boost Mobile. Offer ends 5-31-15. Requires activation on 4G LTE Boost phone. Enrolling without auto reboost costs $40 per month. Video streaming limited to 3G speeds after two gigs data speeds including video reduced to 2G speeds until plan cycle ends. State and local taxes may apply when adding funds to the account. Coverage and offers not available everywhere restrictions and network use rules apply. Hey, come here. Come to data.
5: This is a special announcement for all Americans who owe back taxes to the IRS or state. Pay attention. There is a special toll free hotline set up especially for you. This hotline will give you free information on how you can legally reduce or eliminate your tax debt. Call the Consumer Tax Hotline today at 1 800 282 1646. Grab a pin or put the number in your cell phone, but call 1 800 282 1646. When you call, you will speak with qualified companies that will tell you how to stop the collection calls, IRS letters, bank levies, and wage garnishments. Plus, these companies will deal directly with the IRS on your behalf, so you won't have to. Even If you haven't filed returns or you're already in a payment plan, you can still get relief. The current government administration is very amicable and wants to work out a program in your best interest, but this won't last forever. And your tax problem only gets worse if you do nothing or try to handle it yourself. It does make a big difference in who you call. So call the consumer tax hotline today for free information. 1-800-282-1646. That's 1-800-282-1646.
0: At DeVry University's Keller Graduate School of Management, we're looking for the driven, those determined to stand on their own merits, but never stand still. If you're this kind of student, you're our kind of different. Keller Graduate School of Management, different on purpose. Learn about merit-based scholarships for new students who apply and qualify at keller.edu.
6: Subject to approval and availability of funds for students starting in July 2015, DeVry University is authorized for operation by the THEC, certified to operate by CHEV. In New York, DeVry University operates as DeVry College of New York. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Georgia has to say about relief factor.
4: Over the years, I've had several injuries. I have had lots of pain, and it's been hard for me to exercise. Now I'm much more active, so I'm losing weight, and I feel better.
6: I would recommend it to anyone. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com.
3: Not to, finger
0: anywhere down. to participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rudymaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Max's world.
2: Welcome back. I'm Rudy Max. It's 43 after the hour, and this segment of Rudy Max's world is sponsored by MyPillow.com. You know, the Carries and I have uh, been trying out separately, of course, uh, a lot of pillows uh, um, over the years. We've tried them out in hom- homes, hotels, wherever But there is something special about MyPillow.com, and we are sleeping better because of them. In fact, we are loving MyPillow.com. Each MyPillow is made in America with all American materials, and get this, they can be washed and dried. That's fabulous. They come with a uh, 60-day guarantee to provide the best sleep of your life, or you return them for a full refund. And here's the deal, exclusive to you because you listen to this radio show, you can now buy one and get one free. Just call MyPillow.com at 800-775-1983, or go to MyPillow.com and enter the promo code Rudy, R-U-D-Y. You can also find a link at the homepage of uh, the radio show's website, RudyMaxa.com. Just click on MyPillow right there, enter the promo code Rudy, and you will uh, get the second pillow for free, or call 800-775-1983. Kimberly Sturdivant, Watson is with us. Nice to have you Hi, back, Rudy. Kimberly. How are Hi, you?
7: Rudy. I'm doing well. Thanks for
2: having me. Kimberly works with, uh, is a spokesperson with Virtual Tourist, part of the TripAdvisor Media Group. And uh, she often comes with interesting uh, sort of lists in a world full of lists that sometimes aren't interesting. But this one is 10 places to see before they disappear. And we're going to talk to, them, talk to Kimberly about this in this, Megan, and the next one because I want to get all 10 in. All right, Kimberly, what do you mean by they're going to disappear? Is this because they're being blown up in the Middle East by bombs, because uh, the oceans are rising and covering them up, or no one's taking care of them, or there are too many tourists, or all of the above?
7: It's a combination of all of the above. Um, I asked our members 10 places to see before they disappear and to give me a reason why it's going to disappear. And there was a common theme really of natural and man-made causes. Um, so when we go through the list, I'll explain in a little bit more detail about what those causes are. But um, all of these, they fear, will be gone in the next few decades.
2: All right. Let's 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 try to get four in in this segment before we go to commercial. We'll get the next six in the next segment.
7: Okay. You want to start with number one? Please do. All right. The Dead Sea and Jordan. Um, your Your listeners might know that the Dead Sea is actually dead because it's extremely salty, um, so nothing can live in it. But it's actually dying because of evaporation. And as it evaporates, it recedes and it creates sinkholes. And there have been more than 1,000 sinkholes in the last 15 years, which have actually swallowed portions of the road, the date palm fields, and several buildings around this coast. And environmentalists worry that the hotels in the area are also in danger. And. Oh my they fear that in a few decades it will be gone, and this is really bad news for the tourists who come to this area who have flocked here for generations to soak in the mineral mud, um, take, the, take in the dramatic panorama of the Judean desert, um, as well as Jordan's Moab de- uh, Mountains. Yeah.
2: And just afloat, weightless in that salt. Now we're exactly. going to have to go faster on the next couple to make it through, so give me two All and right. three.
7: All right, I'll do it, I'll do it. Um, the next one, Civita de Bagnolita, Italy. Imagine a ghost town in Italy. This is it. it it's a 2,500-year-old village atop a volcanic tough cliff that is literally eroding and falling off. It used to be connected by a long road to Rome, but now it's almost isolated. You actually have to walk up a series of steps in order to get there. It has some of the most amazing views of all of Italy.
2: Okay. Three.
7: Omo Valley in Ethiopia. This is more about the people in the area. Um, The Omo River is home to eight different tribes, and the Omo Valley is where some of the earliest human remains were found. And the tribe that's in danger here is the Mercy tribe and their lip plates. Um, The lip plates are disappearing as the younger generations are no longer doing lip cutting. So as soon as these women um, and this tribe dies off, this cultural uh, will be gone.
2: I've seen pictures of that. We have uh, 50 seconds left for the next one.
7: Tribal areas of Arunachal Pradesh, India. And um, people probably typically don't think of India as a tribal country, but the extreme northeastern part has more tribes than any other places in the world. And the well-known most most tribe there is the Apatani tribe of the Hero Valley. And here are the older women, um, mostly in their 50s and 60s now, they still have the facial tattoos and the nose plugs that have al- always been a part of this culture. But again, this custom is no longer practiced. So when these women pass, this cultural relic will also be they're gone. They're probably
2: watching MTV now, and they all have cable <laughs> and satellite, and they all have smartphones, and, oh, and they're twittering.
7: are probably and... right.
2: Okay, we're going to take a break. Kimberly uh, sturgeon Watson is going to be back from uh, Virtual Tourist, uh, part of the TripAdvisor Media Group, in just a moment. And we're going to go through six other places that you would be well advised to check out before they disappear from the face of the earth. Don't go away. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. I'm so glad you are. Coming to you from London today. Sunny day in London. How odd.
0: Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at RudyMaxa.com. We'll be right back. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025. That's 800-387-8025, or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World.
2: One of the great unappreciated places in Europe is Iceland. I know you may not think of Iceland as in Europe, but it is, although it's much closer to the United States than any other part of Europe, I believe. Uh, I've been there several times, and I would certainly encourage you to consider a visit. As I say every week when I talk about Iceland, remember, it's Greenland that's got all the ice. Iceland is much more green, although there's a you know ice there, too, but... Uh, If you're seeking a quick getaway or a fun vacation experience, consider Iceland. How about a relaxing four-day, three-night spa break at the world-famous Blue Lagoon? That'll include the Golden Circle Tour, Fontana geothermal baths, and the sites of Reykjavik, all for about $500 per person. Seriously, $500 per person. Or splurge a little. Take the eight-day, seven-night Iceland luxury tour that includes Reykjavik's vibrant culture. By the way, it's a fabulous restaurant and party town. Uh, Reykjavik's culinary nightlife. Well, I just mentioned that. As well as historic sites, hot springs, the waterfall of the gods, glaciers, black lava beaches, spectacular views, and northern lights, and more. All with deluxe hotel accommodations, three-course dinners each night, premium car rental. This starts at $1,600 per person. That's for eight days and seven nights. You can learn more about these exclusive packages, which are only being offered to listeners of Rudy Max's World. Only being offered to Rudy Max's World listeners. Go to RudyMaxa.com, That's the homepage of this radio show. Uh, scroll down to that bottom of the homepage, and you'll see a link to the Iceland Tourist, Tourist Bureau, and you can start planning your vacation right there. It's at rudimaxa.com. Click on Iceland Tourist Bureau, or you can go to itbtravel.is, but I'd say it's easier to go to rudymaxa.com. We're in the middle of a conversation with Kimberly Sturdivant-Wasson, who is a spokesperson with travel, uh, well, TripAdvisor Media Group uh, her group is Virtual Tourist, and she has come up with a list. And she, well, she has, excuse me, asked uh, TripAdvisor folks to come up with a list of ten places that might disappear in your lifetime. So you better go see them now. We've covered four. We'll put the entire list or link to the article with this list at my Facebook fan page, which is Rudy Mat- RudyMax's slash Rudy Max's World. But we have six more to go. If we can do it in four and a half minutes, can we, Kimberly? I don't know. Let's try. We, what are? Give us we, uh, yeah. number five and six.
7: Number five is Borneo, Malaysia. And as in many tropical areas around the world, Borneo's rainforests are being cleared for timber and palm oil. Um, and palm oil plantation proliferation threatens two species here, the orangutan and the Borneo pygmy elephant. And these guys need lots of space to live. And if this land continues to be cleared, they're going to die. Um, so we, we need to do something to protect that land so we can protect these animals.
2: And Borneo is spelled like Borneo. I've always pronounced it that, but I've never heard it pronounced before. That's the correct pronunciation, right? I believe so. (laughs) No, I I trust you on it. Okay, five. No, six. Uh, The
7: Amazon in Peru, on the Peru side. Over the last decades, illegal logging has become a serious problem here in this area. And in 2012, it was estimated that 80% of the timber was illegally harvested. Um, And also oil extraction um, is a key threat here as well. And as these two things continue, it impacts the country through fish stock decline, deforestation, pollution, um, and of course, death of the indigenous people.
2: Oh dear, oh dear. Seven. Uh,
7: this is called Gwai- Hanas National Park in British Columbia, Canada. It's a, a UNESCO World Heritage Site just off the coast of Vancouver Island. Um, it, it dates back almost 2,000 years and it wasn't deserted until 1880. What's unique about it are these 32 totem poles and mortuary columns that contribute to um, the the renown of the site. It's they offer a key or a visual to the oral traditions and illustrate um, the Haida's people's way of life. Now, what's going um, wrong sub- there?
2: What's going it's on? It's
7: beautiful. Considerable erosion from from weather, so they're soon going to be gone altogether. Okay, eight. The aseki smoked bodies of Papua New Guinea. Um, what? Yes, this is it, this is a way, the Anga tribe of this area, it's a way that they practice a form of mummification that involves actually smoking of the bodies.
2: Oh, this is after people have died, okay. Right. Of
7: course. So after right. the people have died, um, and this is a tradition reserved for what they call the village warriors. It's mm-hmm. not really practiced anymore, but a number of these bodies are still high up in the mountains. They're smoked they're then, um, platformed up into the mountain and they look over the village below about a thousand feet. Um, and because it's less and less practiced and because of weather and, uh, rock erosion, it's starting to crumble.
2: My goodness. So if you're not freaked out, see it soon. All right. That must be the oddest of them all. Number nine.
7: Maldives. I think everyone's probably heard the Maldives is sinking. This beautiful nation, crystal, crystal clear water, some of the best scuba diving and snorkeling in the world. Um, the rising sea levels, surface erosion, they uh-huh. worry that it's just going to be completely gone in the next oh, couple no. of years. Oh, yeah. no.
2: Oh, no. Okay, last one, 10 in 30 seconds.
7: Makli Historical Monument in Thada, Pakistan. It's one of the world's largest necropolises, about six to 700 years old. It's an enormous cemetery possessing over half a million tombs and graves of kings and queens and governors and saints. And many fear because of the elaborate decorations that it's in threat of thieves.
2: Oh, no. Oh, so get
7: no. there now before everything is gone. They don't have much security there.
2: All right. Now, if any of these destinations uh, piqued your interest, certainly several did mine that I didn't even know about, uh, go to my fan book page, Rudy Max. Hit the like button while, they, while you're there, will you? And you will find a link uh, to the article from virtualtourist.com on 10 places to see before they disappear. Kimberly, thank you so much for joining me.
7: My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Rudy.
2: Nice talking to you. Wow. Wow. The smoked bodies of, uh... oh, my goodness. Interesting list. Okay, if your station is leaving us after this first hour, and uh, I'll say goodbye to you now, and we'll hope to see you again next weekend. Most of our stations stay around for the second hour. I'm glad you do. We'll take a break for about six minutes for some local news and spots, and I'll be back, and I got a full lineup coming up. Please don't go away.